0: Heyo! Today we are talking about being special and what a hard title that is to live under for the rest of your life and how hard it is to keep that narrative alive throughout your life. And so this is really the discussion of special versus happy and how that shifts things and how it all sort of relates to this idea of scarcity and identity. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams and finding that alignment in season four has been very important because this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes. And rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life. It's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right, how do I feel my way back there? And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack, and we're finally Experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Heyo! Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where we do dreams. And part of that is recognizing yourself for how amazing you are, because sometimes it's few and far between. And I have to be quite honest, being special is a different level of addiction. And we're going to discuss that further today. But before that, right, we have to continue this narrative, because regardless of what you do, regardless of what you accomplish, regardless of dreams you get to or don't, You are amazing. And we want to be telling that story all the time. So that we don't become this needy, dependent, ego-driven self that has to perform at the sacrifice of everything else. I only speak from my own specific experience. Literally just wrote a book on pretty much that whole thing. Uh <laughs> and yeah, part of that is just continuing to celebrate yourself. So my great thing is this Kiva Loan, which is this really cool idea of crowdsourcing. But yes, you're going to call on your network to help you get there. But you're also able to tap into their network of people who fund social justice, entrepreneurial aspirations. And so that group can come in and loan to things. I actually had a couple of high power profile groups come in to match my loans So double anything that anyone gave to me, which was the coolest thing ever. I don't know if you've heard of It Cosmetics, but they (laughs) matched all of the donations that were given to my loan. And it's amazing. And I think it's really powerful because here you have a company that's saying, here's a 0% interest loan, and we're going to give you this loan based on who you are, and what people believe in you, not based on these resume dot points. And while that may not be necessary for me, because I have some of those resume dot points, it is necessary for me to utilize things that other people are going to have to utilize to make their dreams come true. Not everybody is going to be sitting in this same heightened place that I am because of the privilege that has placed me here. And so I want to try out things, test things, endorse things that don't lend themselves to the usual track that someone with everything in the right place might be able to call on. And so that's not to say that we won't ever utilize those things. That's not to say that we will forever stay on this track. I don't know where we'll go. But for right now, this is something that I believe in. This is something that I believe most people could attain. And I don't know that I'll get there. We have about three days to finish the funding round. And yesterday when I was looking at it to even see 40... People donate towards this, towards words that I wrote, towards a business that I came up with. It blows every part of my mind. And I, I'm i blown away. I'm also blown away at how many heart-centered people show up to build something to overcome things that they were up against and trying to build whatever they were building. And I know that Kiva is a part of that. And, you know, it, the amazing things that it could unlock for me. Um, yeah, it would be amazing to get funded that way and to help other people take that path to get funded amazing. And even if it doesn't work out that way, we'll just know that it wasn't meant to and that's okay. And even if it does, right, we'll know that that's exactly where it is. But I know that Kiva loans will be something that I utilize to help people That I come into contact with. That it is a great option. And here's who it is a great option for. And here's why. And here's my experience trying to get something funded. Like, everything about this is cool and amazing. And I am so grateful to be In this moment in the universe where so many of these things are coming to life. Where people really are moving towards this heart-centered work. And bringing more things to life. And, you know, it's not easy. Because the world's going to tell you to be something different. To chase for. the the bigness, the star, the, the shining. And Kiva says, just start small, start right where you are. We can help. Here's how we help. And that's cool. It's very cool. So I don't know what will happen with all of that. I am extremely excited just to see, to to get emails every day that people are funding this project, however much they're willing to give is amazing. And I know that I don't need much to start. And I think that that's how you know that you're ready to start something. And just even the Few conversations that I've had with people who are going to be a part of local have been amazing, right? Talking with people who are trying to get things started and knowing that I can help prompt and guide and avoid some of the things that I did that didn't help me, that really distracted me from what I needed to be in all along, which was just in the doing. And so being able to mentor and teach from that place, having experienced a lot of these different organizations and a lot of these different opportunities, kind of helping to navigate what is or isn't the right path. And I wouldn't even say navigate and Explain and point towards. I would say explain the opportunities. And then let them decide what they want their experience to be. Well, this one is higher pace and more for like a quick movement, rapid growth expansion. And this one is X, Y, and Z. And this one is X, Y, and Z. Here's what the experience is like. Go. And I... I was excited to be having those conversations and to really just be helping navigate from the place that I am grateful to be in the place that I am grateful to have something that I can put words to so that people can show up and support this vision that is me and my work and who I am called here to be. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. I can't, I remember writing the line on the back of my book that was like Hannah is here for finding greatness right where you are. And I think that that's so very much what's imperative to this work succeeding. I think so often, right. We're trying to escape. We're trying to blame. We're trying to point out all of the things. And I say we, but I really just mean me, right. I'm trying to point out all the things that are wrong, why I can't succeed here instead of just showing up in the work and succeeding. Right? Come on. So, take time for yourself. It's imperative. One of the most important things that you could do. So, today I wanted to explore this idea of why, why we strive to be special. And you're going, well, yeah, I mean, everybody does or would. And even the people who are like, I don't strive to be special. You're running person. We all want to be special. And I'm reading this book right now, which got handed to or passed to me After a speaking event that I did. And this book speaks very specifically about the aging process and transitioning. Hello! Transitions are very important. Listen up. Transitioning to this life where you're aging. And like, how does that work? And so in one of the chapters, they're talking about... Workaholics. And in that chapter, they hit very specifically on this one lady who has always been a workaholic, has always sacrificed friends and family. Work has always come first. She had to show up there in order to be important. She felt like she didn't exist anywhere else. If I sound like I'm actually speaking about my life, it's close. Trust me, the things that they wrote about that this woman brought to life in this chapter were like threatening my very existence. I could feel my heart sinking in because I'm like, oh... This was me. I still struggled to not fall into this person. And here is what she said. Mm, it's going to hurt. So just so you like prepare yourself mentally for what I'm about to deliver. She said something along the lines of. being special is more important than being happy. And then she would go on to say that happiness is actually quite easy and anyone can do that. Whereas being special and recognized, not everyone can get to. And so that's what she was focusing on but as she declined in her work in what made her special she could feel herself fading and struggling to stay relevant and fighting that tooth and nail Because it was the only way she knew how to exist. And the problem was, then, she tried hitting it even harder. Oh, I'm just not working hard enough. I have to show up more. I have to do this. And it wasn't working, because she was just on this, like, natural decline. It's normal to fade, to be unspecial, to be unremarkable. We can't stay there forever, right? And... She was starting to lose herself, and she realized that she had never focused on the things that made her happy because it was almost too easy. And she knew that there was nothing special about being happy. And so it wasn't even worth trying to obtain it. And what I can say from my experience, struggling with something very similar, I don't know that happy was easier for me. Happy was unremarkable. I mean, it just was like, oh, you just show up and sit and you don't care what anyone's thinking. Like you're just fully there and you're not checking email and you're not doing anything. And you don't care if anyone's like, oh, look at that person. They aren't busy. What a nice life. It is a nice life to be fully present, to sit and enjoy something you just enjoy. It is a nice life. And for this person, as she was talking about her experience, she's saying, everyone knows this thing about me, that I'm this work-frenzied fool, that I work hard, and that makes me special. And so I have to continue to keep that narrative alive in their minds, no matter what. And so does that look like, Upgrading a car, does that look like making sure that everyone sees me checking email or not showing up to things? Does that look like me making sure that everyone sees me at work at every possible second of every day so that they know why I am successful and they talk about that? And is that important? And she would go on to say that basically she had let every single relationship she ever had just fade out of existence. She didn't really know her kids or her husband or her life. She just wasn't happy, but happy seemed too easy. And easy seemed unimportant like the people in your life will love you regardless. And so she had sort of built a life where she took that for granted. And don't we all at one point or another? And I would say very specifically this like workaholic mentality, this I'm special early on, almost threatens your ability to live a normal life. Because if you have success, if you recognize that you're special, that you're more important than the average person, which you should, because you are, and even the average person is equally, if not more important than you, you're of your own importance, right? So whatever your experience, that's what's important. What you want to gain from your time here. And is that a pile up of material things and material successes and everyone knowing that you're a workaholic, but no one actually caring? Those people don't show up because they're probably working. (laughs) they're not coming to your funeral. (laughs) You've created such a beautiful existence of workaholism that everyone's following in your footsteps. And so they can't take time off to go to your funeral when you die. And so you just die alone. Oh my gosh. Okay. We won't talk about that again, but for real, for real, happiness is harder in the sense that Happiness isn't directly measurable. And so when she says that it's easier, I think it's actually the opposite. Everyone doesn't attain happiness. And maybe we flip the measure. Maybe we say that happiness is what we should strive for versus success because success is fleeting. And as this research of this book would show us, success actually stops at some point. It will run out. You can't stay there forever. Your mind starts to decline. And I think about, gosh, the decline of some of the high power people that I worked with that were desperately trying to cling on to any and everything that looked like the success they knew long ago. And this book (laughs) talks about that in depth. Just this like Wanting to stay where you were at the height, at the peak of what your success looked like. And it just is impossible For most. And that's okay. Because should we survive some of these normal addiction type of things high workaholism it's a, it's an addiction and i would say even more than workaholism just success striving for success at a never ending rate of destroying everything that matters you can't keep up with that pace forever i couldn't it was slowly burning me to the ground and <laughs> I felt this call to do something like I'm doing now, but I was ignoring it because it was like, in order to do that, you're going to have to have this period of nothingness where you figure this out, where you are zero, you are no one, and you are going to walk away from being someone right now. You are very important. You are very successful. You can keep on this track. You will only grow more successful. But what I realized was it was at the destruction of my own happiness. If I was going to keep this pace up, nothing around me would survive. This too is on the back of my cover. (laughs) I was only capable of keeping everybody's head above water. In those three years. And I had the crowds cheering. And I had everybody showing up. Recognizing this. Wonderful success. Go me. And. I knew that this wasn't it. And. I knew that I couldn't. Live like this forever. That every inch of my existence was being drained into keeping me successful, making sure that people continued to see me as this thing, as this success robot who cranks out success after success, after success. And even now it's hard to not jump to that. It's hard to not to sit here and grow something small and personal and mission driven, right? Like this is your purpose, your call to be here on this earth. And that means you don't have to, right? I don't have to show up and chase and run and bleed myself dry for this that I can build this slow and steady over time, that I can start right where I am and not have to drive this to be so big, so huge, so beautiful that I don't exist anymore. I, w- I want to show up in this work. I want to be this work. I want it to be me inside and out. And in order to do that, you can't just run towards every opportunity that might make you exist more than you do right now. And i had those opportunities actually multiple times over the past year where it was like, Oh, fast pass opportunity. Hey, do you want the line jumper pass? Hannah? You can have it like dangling a little carrot in front of my nose. Like, whoa, hey, it's right here. Remember what that felt like, Hannah? Remember how amazing it was for everyone to see you and everyone to experience you and your amazingness? Do you remember? Do you remember what success felt like? Do you remember? This could be that. You could get there faster. You don't have to stay here where you don't exist to hundreds of people. You don't have to stay here where you don't exist to thousands of people. You don't have to build this from the ground up. Take this ledge. Build from there. It isn't exactly what you want, but you could take it. you want to? It's right here. And even in some of those existences, I feel like I had to actually embark on them, take those opportunities in order to learn that this is a, a ledge and then say, that's not what I want. And I understand that that could get me success quicker that that makes more sense that you don't have to build this way that there is not a necessary way or reason that it has to happen this way and yet i want to show up there i want to do that i want to bring this to life i want to be this person and see this person be built over time this one who balances happiness and success and knows that both can exist. One doesn't have to threaten and stomp out the other. And I didn't believe that for a long time. And I can tell you that I started with the same mindset as the woman that we based this podcast off of. Happiness is easy and rather unremarkable because it actually is. Happiness is the people that you take up this life with, you surround yourself with. Happiness is sitting presently somewhere. Happiness is not blurring the lines of what success really is. Success to me now isn't the fancy car in five years or the house in the next 10. Happiness is being able to walk my kids to school, hearing about their day and actually like being able to ask questions because I'm there. sitting down and taking up space, slow, silent, steady space, with my family, with my extended family, with people who want to build beautiful things in this world, in these small towns that I grew up around and in, Happiness is just right there. There is no strive. There is no work to attain it. And yet there is, right? Because we have to undo all of these sort of outwardly success measures that are impacting what we believe happiness is, right? Because if you would have asked old Hannah, Hannah would have said, the car, promotions, getting on boards, doing all of these things. And it isn't that. It's life. It's how you connect. It's existing to more people than the ones you work with that can't come to your funeral because they're working. Right? There is no success That will ever be true happiness and alignment. And you'll know the difference. You can't help but smile when you get there. Because the whole world is smiling back at you. And driving from a place of success feels like the whole world's frowning. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hananess.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hananess.channel as well. Change the world.